Hi guys, welcome to the Partyology Experience. My name's Marcus Prentice and I'm here with Emma De Jong today. We're talking all things weddings, all things to do with Emma's wedding. Um, and today we're going to be talking about theme and style. Now, this is something that's pretty big, pretty important. Uh, you know, lots of anyone who's doing wedding research would have been on uh, any, you know, social media, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, you name it, uh, Google looking for inspiration on what do they want their wedding to look like. And for a lot of people, this is a super important topic. And if you're unsure on costs for this type of thing, you'll soon realize that depending on what your tastes are like, it can get real expensive cost real a lot. quick. <laughs> I know I spoke to a venue. We work at lots of venues all the time, wedding venues, function venues. I spoke to an owner of a wedding venue a while ago, and he told me that a lot of his clients were spending more on the decorations than they were on hiring the venue. And usually, in most cases, the venue is the most expensive, expensive. Uh, as far as you know, catering for all your food, uh, food and drinks for all your guests. But he's finding now that people are just going all out, and we can tell you, as a, an event decorating company, they are. Uh, they really are. It's and starting to become more and more important than it is the actual venue. <laughs> that's right. And what it looks like on Instagram or in the photos is is something yes. you know to a lot of people now is more important. More important, yeah. Um, which is a good and bad thing. And you know, we will tell you that yes, decorations are super important. But there is also a lot more to it than that. And yes. um, without going into all those details today, uh, we're going to talk about um, Emma's theme and style and, and how she's thinking and what she's coming up with. So, Emma, yes, have, <laughs> have you got a style in mind? And if so, um, was that a hard decision to make and how did you work that out? It wasn't a hard style for me because it's 100% my style. Um, so I've decided to do a um, tropical theme. Tropical. As yep. everyone will know, I love like pineapples and I'm very tropical. Yeah. That's so why you're having your wedding near the beach. Yes. <laughs> so we're, we live about five minutes from the beach. We spend a lot of time at the beach. Um, I've always loved um, tropical. I love all the plants. I love, you know, as I said before, pineapples. Yeah. So my family and friends will think it's funny because they all know me and I have pineapples around my house, like not real ones of course, but I have like, you know, fake ones. Yeah. Um, my partner wants rustic. <laughs> yeah, so which is a bit different. We sort of hit, uh, sort of like we're butting heads in regards to the style. Um, I guess because I do this as a job, I kind of sort of took over that whole sort of part yep. of the winning. And, and I have been telling him happy wife, happy life. Yes. So he has been you, telling him that multiple times. You need to live by that rule. We're not married yet, but he should know. He's starting now. to learn. Yes. Yep. So we'll do... The tropical style, um, I probably won't go as vibrant as I wanted to because I need to also meet his needs. He wanted to do rustic and do very, like, plain colours, whereas I wanted some very, like, tropical, bright colours. So we'll meet in the middle. I, I, of course, I want to – it's his day as well, so I do want to sort of come to terms with that and yep. make sure I cover a little bit of his basis. But let's be real. It's all about the bright, it is, isn't it? It is, yeah. it is. It is, it is. Yeah. I hope he's not listening to this. Yeah. Um, so we will do um, tropical, but we'll sort of – not dull sounds really bad, but dull it down a little bit um, just so it's not so in your face. But tropical is just, yeah, I wanted to do it because it's me and I just love it. Yeah, it's e I don't think it's easy to decorate. Um, it's There's lots of different ways of doing it, but I really liked that tropical sort of style wedding. Yeah. So how many colours are you going for? Because you're saying you're dulling it down. So I had very vibrant like reds and oranges and yellows and sort of really – lots of pink and stuff like that where he sort of was like, oh, my goodness, that's so full on. Like I don't want it that bright. So I think I'll still have sort of elements. I probably won't be doing yellow or anything like that or orange, but I'll probably try and do like dark pinks and light pinks and maybe some reds and um, lots of greenery. So it will probably be more greenery than anything else. Yeah. 
but yeah, just not so in your face. But oh, I'm sure I'll probably change my mind and I'll probably go back to brights yeah. <laughs> slowly but surely. And, and I guess that's a hard <laughs> thing. If you're doing lots of inspiration, you, you change your mind yes. as you go. Uh, I guess one of the key things to think about when you're thinking about colours is ideally you only want a couple of colours, yep. two possibly three at the max, unless you're going for a multicolored theme and you want it to look like a circus yeah. and or rainbow, then that's a different story. But usually you want to stick to two or three colors. It'll make color scheming the whole wedding you. a lot easier. A whole lot easier. Um, you know, and you can tie those three colors into everything, you, whether it be your bridesmaids, your stationery, your invitations, all that sort of stuff, your cake. Um, two or three colours is going to make it a lot easier to to tie all those things in. Yeah, and so. I think the florists will come into play with this a lot. Um, so the florists will be doing a lot of our um, like flowers on our arch and all those sort of things, and that's where you will get that colour. Yeah, um, we'll be having, of course, um, lots of plants, like and greenery and all that sort of thing around the space. So that will sort of really give you that tropical vibe that's without right. having to be too vibrant. Yeah, um, we love green. Yeah. Everything green. Yeah. Marks loves green. Yeah. Well, <laughs> plants, if I'm doing the decorating, plants. yes, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yes, so he'll be doing the decorating, so who knows what I'll walk into. That's but right. um, it will be lots of green. So, yeah, it's it's hard to pick colours, but it's yeah. yeah, you have to be quite particular. And, yeah, as you said, pick a couple because you can't get out of a board and you've got like five or six colours and it just becomes a nightmare for all your suppliers and yeah. for you to understand what sort of direction you're going in. Yeah. And look, you know, in Emma's case, you've picked a tropical theme. You know, not lots of, you know, not everyone picks no. a theme as such. It's more a style. It's a certain colour scheme. Yeah, they might want all pink um, or purple. You know, the in trend at the moment is high gloss everything. Yes, high gloss dance floors, de- uh, white, bridal, black, yeah, everything, bridal yeah. tables, all that sort of stuff. So, depending on what you want, you know, florals is obviously always a big thing at, at weddings. Um, again, you've got to go back to what's going to create the best experience for your guests and, and fit add some in with, atmosphere. Yeah, and yep. fit in with what you want to do. Of course. So we, you know, at Feel Good Events, we've always sort of talked about decor as because it's super important to us because that's what we do. Yes. About it stimulating your guests' five senses, and the more it stimulates your guests' five senses, the better the experience will be for everyone involved. So, you know, Emma's got that sort of background knowledge, whereas not everybody quite often thinks like that. So again, it's, you know, decor as you as we know can be quite expensive and as we've said it can be, yeah. Brides are spending more on that than the reception. Um but, but it's important. Yeah. Is it going to create the best experience for everyone involved? Yeah. So uh it, yeah, it it is sort of super important. So, you know, you've had that added advantage of knowing some sort of costs and working for an event decorating company. It makes it's gonna be easier. a lot cheaper for you, obviously. Yes. Um we're only going to charge you double the price instead of <laughs> Um, the normal price. Um, yeah. So what would you recommend to brides looking for decor? You know, where should they go? What should they do? What's the best thing? To, how do they start? I think um, when it comes to inspiration, I would definitely get onto your, you know, your, your Pinterest and your Instagrams and your Facebook and your Google um, images and things like that and get a bit of an idea of what you keep gravitating to. Because I think um, some brides will be like, oh, I want this particular theme, but then they gravitate against completely something different. They're like, yeah. oh, I really like this, but it's not, it's like a tropical theme, but they keep looking at rustic. Yeah. So work out what you really love and, and then be realistic of what you can afford and what you can't afford. So if you want rustic, then go pick a venue that's rustic. Don't pick a venue and then try and change it into something that's not. That's right. So don't go to a, save you a lot of yeah, cost Don't go too, to a ballroom it? and want a rustic wedding. Like it's just not feasible. Go yeah. to a really beautiful rustic um you know, wedding venue in the Yarra Valley or whatever it is. Or in a barn or something like that. There's so yeah. many beautiful places for all different themes. So Really pick those sort of things, do some research and get some pricing on some of the things you want as well. Yep. You can do any theme. It's just depending on sort of how far you go to how much you spend as well. 
Yeah. Um, you can do anything. The, yeah. That's the best thing these days. That's you right. can do anything you want. There's so many supplies. Obviously all in within budget. Within budget. <laughs> budget always comes down to it. But, you know, they're – and we're all quite savvy these days too. So you've got Kmart and you've got all these other things that people are making um, things for themselves as well, as well as spending money on the things that it, that they can't do. Yeah. So people right. are putting both together. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, like we could sort of keep saying is uh, spend the money on the most important, important things. things. So there might be furniture. Like if you're going to have rustic wedding, then have wine barrels if you want wine barrels or, you know, don't take everything on for yourself. You know, do all the things and spend the money on the things that are most important and then, you know, do some of the things yourself yeah. if you need to or whatever it is. But yeah. So I think you, you um, touched on a good point there in that before about, you know, get your inspiration, but I guess also to create your own mood board because yeah. once you start putting all those pictures into a mood board, you may see that you thought you wanted a rustic theme but you actually want a beach theme because all the photos <laughs> you like are beach-related. Yep. So, yeah, it, to create that mood board is is going to be a great advantage to you. It's helpful. Yeah, to helpful help to you really things. establish that style and also maybe colours as well. If all your uh, images have got all greenery through, well, obviously then greenery is a big thing that you like and, and want part of your wedding. You know, you might pick up lots of photos that have all got purple and pinks. So maybe you, you do gravitate as a human being to things that you don't even sometimes think mentally that you're appealed to. That's right. So creating that mood board is definitely it makes it a help. lot easier. And you go yep. through, like especially Pinterest. If I make a board and I go through, I'm like, okay, I'm becoming like quite consistent with this particular type of look. Or, you know, it's also easy to pick supplies because you might go on yep. their website and go, oh, they do exactly what I've been looking at. Yeah, exactly. So you right. can compare images and go, okay, yep. yes, they're on the same page as me. Yeah. So I guess when it comes to decor and stylists and and choosing one. Um, you probably want to do your research first so that you've got that inspiration so that when you go to that stylist or decorator, you can show them what you want because otherwise they're going to ask you a lot of questions. Heaps of questions. Which is good. That's what you want them to ask. But um, it's just going to help the process a little bit easier because they're going to look at your photos and maybe they'll see things in your photos that you actually haven't picked up on. Yeah. The fact that you've picked all these beach wedding (laughs) photos and you're telling them you want a romantic white wedding, which you've picked nothing like that. So. Um, yeah, creating that mood board to then show your decorator or your yes. hiring company, whoever you're, you're using. You need that first. And I think sometimes people think they go to a, a decorator or a um, wedding stylist or something and they go there with nothing and then the stylist is going to come up with everything. Yeah, You need to be as the bride or the groom or the couple, make some decisions before you get there with a bit of a more of a clear idea on what you're thinking. Like, of course, sometimes some people are confused, but I think most people have an idea on what they like in just in life. So yeah. go there with a bit more of an inspiration on what you want than just expecting that the stylist or something is going to do it for you. Yeah, <laughs> They'll help you along the way but have a more of an idea yeah. as a guide so it makes it easier for everyone. Yeah, And in your case, you've gone down the um, pineapples and, and tropical <laughs> thing. A bit different to everyone which, else. Which ties in with what you your personality and, yes. and typically and you want it to tell a story about you guys. Of course. Now that might not necessarily tell a story about BJ because he doesn't necessarily No, but it tells tells him a story about our house what he lives in that yeah. he probably doesn't even <laughs> like. Right. No wonder he doesn't want tropical. He, he's surrounded by it on a daily yeah. basis. Yes he is. But um he's obviously as we've said learned and, and Going along with it. He's going along to a degree and I think, you know, he understands. And I think if we meet in the middle, it's that's the main thing. Yeah. So as long as we have the dancing girls there, he'll be Yeah, happy. he'll be happy. He'll be yeah. fine. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So getting back to your venue, yes. how much are you going to have to do to change the venue to fit in with that theme? Uh, 
I, it's good that we picked the venue we did because it already has the setting. So it's on the beach. It goes with the tropical. It's not like I have to add, like I'm not in the country trying to add beach to it, if that makes sense. Yeah. The same as what I just said before, you know, don't pick a ballroom if you're having a rustic. <laughs> um, so it's already sort of started at that sort of degree already. So we're already at beach sort of style. So it's adding um, some more elements. Of course, a lot of venues are catered for sit down. So if you're doing a cocktail, there's a whole lot more you have to do than just, you know, decorating the tables. It's, um you know, do you need to make the, the space smaller with um, draping? Yeah. Do you need to make designed areas for photo booths, um, DJ dance floor? Where's the furniture going to go? Yeah. Um, so there is a quite a lot of elements with the cocktail. Um, it's making sure it all flows properly when people come into the room. All those sort of things come into play quite a lot with a cocktail-style wedding. Because, yeah. yeah, potentially if it's a, a venue that they use for sit-down dinners all it's the time. It's normally set up that way. And, yeah, and then you're creating a lot more space because you're taking out all those chairs and tables potentially. Yes. You could end up with this big empty space that has no atmosphere and no feeling and, and can yes. affect how the party's going to go. And that will be so. the issue with our venue. Um, Marcus has been there with me before and the issue is that it's probably too big for the amount of people have coming. So we've had multiple discussions about making it smaller, um, which we've all been to functions when you've been to a, like a massive hall of, you know, holds 500 and there's 100 people in there. It feels like everyone's swimming in there. There's so yeah. much space. Yeah. I didn't want that. I want people all close and mingling and not yeah. great at the moment with pan- the pandemic yeah. going on, but... Yeah, we're <laughs> Hopefully to... next March we'll be perfectly fine to all be up against each other. <laughs> um, right. So I'll make the space smaller so that the, when the dance floors, you know, everyone's dancing on the dance floor, it's all nice and cosy and everyone's like it's an atmosphere building sort of yeah. thing. So yeah. making the space smaller, um, making less sort of lower seating options. Like I'll have options, of course. I'll have grandparents that will need to sit for most of the night. Um, but lots of like cocktail high seating um, but not having too much seating because I don't yeah. want everyone sitting. Yeah. yeah I want people enough. up and dancing and mingling and walking around. But, you know, it's, there's a fine line of making sure there's enough seating and then. And it's know. comfortable. Yes, yeah, it's Because if your guests are there for five hours, they might want to sit down at some point. Yes. Um, ideally, you want them on the dance floor having a good time. But yes, you or do mingling. Have, and, yeah. yeah. Poor grandma can't stand up for five hours. No, so. I don't think she'll be too thrilled with yeah. me. My grandfather wouldn't be thrilled. No. no. So you do have to think again of the older guests and that sort of stuff. You do. So um, you're talking about draping and. and um, mm-hmm. For those who aren't familiar with that, basically it's just draping on rigging that's yes. freestanding that you can use to cover walls um, or make a venue feel a bit smaller to bring yep. in the space. Uh, you're planning to do some stuff like that? Yeah, it's perfect because I can make a space smaller without it looking too much like I've had to put in like a whole barrier in. So it basically will just look like the venue but it's just been cut off because yep. um, there's a whole space where they'll put all the seating and the tables that we won't be using into a room and I want to divide that so people can't actually see that because it doesn't look overly nice. Yeah. Um, we will be cutting into the dance floor. They've got like a big wooden floor in the middle of the, like in the middle of their main floor, which I'm assuming will be the dance floor when they do sit downs. We of course aren't going to be using that, so we will need to cut that off. Um, we're probably going to make that space a little bit smaller as well. Um, other decorations. Um, we have two massive heaters outside, which are underneath the um, deck area. They look hideous. I don't like them. So they are planning to replace them, but if they don't replace them, we'll probably hide them with some type of draping or a balloon installation or something quite cool just to cover them. And then the other sort of decor and stuff like that, we haven't really worked out in detail yet. It'll be florals and sort of things like that. Lots of stuff I haven't confirmed with this sort of side of things. I kind of left a lot of this so we get closer because I feel like I'm going to change my mind a couple of times. Yeah, that's right. Which I think most brides and grooms will change their mind. Like they'll have these type of like decorations in mind, but then they'll see something on Pinterest like, you know, six months later and go, oh, I want to have that instead. Yeah. So I've got an idea, but I don't want to lock it in until I've got it all firmed up. I guess with the key things, when you're planning for decor and stuff like that, 
Um, typically you want to get your, what I call um, your baseline or, yes. you know, so it might be you need to do some draping, you might do, need to do some furniture, those sorts of things. And then the decorating side of things comes in a, bit, comes a little in bit later. later. I uh, still think you need to do about six months prior. Like I'm 10, month, 10 months out at the moment, so I still have a couple of months to really think about it. Yeah. But I think you don't want to change your mind too much closer to the date. Like I think six months or four months out, if you've got a really firm yeah. idea, you'd probably be locking everyone in to make yeah. sure that you're Especially not go- florals, if you're going to go florals big on florals. Yes. Um, and you want a good um, florist. florist. You want to six to twelve months, yes. Yeah. It's a bit of a different. I'm talking more decorations, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, and so sort of discussing your ceremony. Yes. What are you planning and doing as far as decor and, and stuff for that? Are you going to keep that quite simple? Are you just having the the um, view as the backdrop? What are you planning roughly for that? Something really simple. I don't want to do too much. We're going to do an arch, I think, just a round arch at one end with some florals on it that will match all the other florals throughout the space. Yeah. Then just the chairs and the bar to the side, which will be set up for drinks afterwards. I didn't see a huge need to spend lots of money in this area. We're going to be there for all of a half an hour, an hour, and then we'll move down to the main space and it will just be left there. Yeah. I wanted to look nice, but I didn't really want to spend crazy amounts. So it will just be the chairs, hopefully the marquee if it needs to, with just a silk lining, which is just like a white drape. Yeah. um, Just to make it a little bit nicer than just your your silver. Yeah, raw roof. Uh, a round arch, which will be nicely sort of framed with florals in it. We'll stand in front of that. And then the backdrop will do most of the talking. So yeah. our backdrop will basically be when you're standing up on the grass, you look straight out in the ocean. Yeah. So fingers crossed it is beautiful weather because it, it's just the view is amazing in that yeah. spot. Yeah. So, again, that comes down to your budget and what, you know, if you've got a massive budget, you might go all out. With oh, you that would sort of go thing. all out if I could. But, like, but, uh, if you do something with a view like that, you yeah. don't really need to do too much. And again, you've got to be practical. So, is it worth spending $10,000 on decor for your ceremony where you're going to be there for half an hour? Yes. Or would I be better off putting that into the reception where everyone's in there for, in the, there for a longer for period of time? Of so, yeah, and, and we talked about doing a duo for our ceremony. And for the extra fifteen hundred dollars, it's going to cost me to have them for there, and then to move them down. Like it wasn't worth it for me. I thought yeah. I'll just play music off the uh, celebrants uh, speaker. Speaker, thank you. Yeah. And that will just be the music for us for up there. We'll have background music before and then after yeah. for half an hour. And that's all it needs to be background. And that's music, all it needs it? to be. Yeah. And then we'll do all the entertainment into the room. I think that sort of makes them slightly different spaces too. Yeah. So, yeah. so overall theme and style for your wedding, you, you're feeling pretty comfortable with it at this stage? Pretty comfortable. I find things on Pinterest all the time that I really like and I show Mark because he's like, oh, my goodness. Um, so we are slowly – and we want to make it quite impressive. This is what we do for a job. But I do – like, you know, I feel like there's a little bit of an expectation when it comes to my family and friends. Yeah. Um, I don't do things small. I like people yeah. come over for a dinner party and I've done a full massive, huge setup. So um, – yeah. It does need to be over the top, but it's also being realistic and making sure people are also going to have fun and it's set up, you know, to function properly. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, thanks, Emma. Uh, we'll be having a lot more on uh, decor yes. and styling in the more coming months. More to come. Stay tuned. Plenty to talk about there <laughs> and uh, you'll be able to, uh, through social media, we might even put up some uh, some images of uh, inspiration and stuff Maybe. we're thinking. And after the wedding, you will, you'll even be able to get to see what it looks like. Yes, I'll be Nicholson then. I'll yes. be Emma Nicholson. How That's weird. Right. <laughs> so uh, obviously uh, after the wedding, we'll show you everything that we've done and, and what the venue was like before and afters. Maybe like um, pros and cons and all those things. That'll right. be fun. That's right. But uh, stay tuned and thanks for listening. And uh, we'll have some more podcasts coming in the next couple of weeks uh, discussing Emma's grand wedding. Woohoo! Thanks, Emma. <laughs>